All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're ready. I'm going to say it again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, the Evan and Aaron Show presents the Red and the Blue Soccer Chat. Uh, we are your hosts. My name's Evan. This right here is Ern. Hey, hey, Ron. Hey, hey, Ron. I think our teams didn't mess up. They did mess up. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, you know, we're here on a Wednesday night at Chatham Tap Fishers, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, you know, this this is one of those shows that, that ah, is it a full moon? I mean, I, don't, I think it is, or a new moon or something like that. It just is kind of weird whenever I think we're going to talk about our teams, man, because they've been up and they've been down. And that is true. You know, I, I think that I, I think that that symbolizes a lot of how people are feeling. I don't know. In, in, in you know, from the people I work with every day, um, it just seems like er- things are off. Like like you know, things are kind of off, and people are kind of like you know, I don't know, just just I don't know. They're feeling like they're in a funk. I don't know. How have you been, man? Have you been like okay? Like you just felt like you've been in a funk or what, man? Um, I'm doing okay. The, the 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 upbeat weather has been helping out a little bit. Oh God, About, yes. Normally this time of year, uh, oh. can be kind of the the grabies, if you will. Oh, and kind of kind of kind of get you down. The grabies. The grabies. I don't think we can. Um, but uh, no, I doing okay. Uh, I know. I know you're working on the. Uh, yeah, doctoral thesis oh and all God, that. Man. So oh we'll God. have to call him doctor at some. No, point. No, no, you don't. No, I'm, I'm. I'll be the type of doctor that doesn't help people. Doctor, Doctor Evan, <laughs> Doctor Evan. No, you're yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. buddy. Uh, you are helping people. I, I you are an educator. I try, and you are bringing the truth to the masses. Oh man, um, especially via drunken email. Occasionally. Hey, <laughs> wait, what? Did I do that? Did I do? Oh, God, I think I did. You Jeez. did. Okay. You responded to a student by you. I oh, did. Yeah, I did. Uh, Cat out of the bag, Catholics. Man. Good thing I work at uh, Notre Dame University. University of Notre Dame. <laughs> right. Kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get it started. Good thing I'm on the state of Minnesota project. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, so, let's, let's go to London first. Let's go to London shall first. We? Let's go to London. Yes. You know... This has been a decent little run uh, for Chelsea right now. So I I, I want to – I have some questions, but let's go ahead and get your thoughts on their performances recently. Sure, sure, sure. Um, um, A couple couple wins on the trot there in the cup competitions in the league. Yep, Um, yep, 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 Looking good. Uh, and then and then we had to go to the Etihad. Yes. Uh, to to visit Manchester City. What's uh, your take on that particular game? Well, we haven't had a show since the end of January. You realize that? True. Right? True. We are and, and, and a long so, way. You know, we we we've, we've been out for a little bit. So uh, the beginning of February sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, at, you know, at the Bridge, Wolves got us four mm-hmm. um, two. Two games we, in a row, given up. We we four just, to the opposition. Yeah, yeah, it was it was so bad. Yeah. It was just not good. I mean, we had just come off of a yeah the the Liverpool match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it quite frankly could have been a lot worse. Probably um, could have been a lot worse. Yeah. You know, but 
I think those drubbings. I, I think they may have kickstarted something. Now, before Blues fans, before you jump on me, hear me out. I am uh, cautiously, and when I say cautiously, I mean cautiously optimistic. Because here's the deal. Fourth round of the Carabao Cup, or I'm sorry, of the uh, FA Cup, we took care of Villa, which was, was a really, really good victory. It mm-hmm. was a wonderful victory. It was at Villa Park, and they looked good. Um, took care of Palace. That didn't look as good. Right. Which had me worried coming into the Etihad. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal, and this is, just, this is just my take on this. Chelsea has proven that they have players, that they've got guys that can play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Pochettino has proven that he has the ability to be able to put the right combination out on the field for the right team. My question mm-hmm. to Pochettino is, if you had the right combination for last year's <laughs> league champion, wouldn't you want to go with that combination of players pretty much every match from here on out if you are able to now people listen to me listen to me. I, I i have listened to all the pundits and all this other stuff and, and i just want to set this aside i think yes number one city was not at their best not at all but i think part of the reason why they weren't at their best is because chelsea was playing at their best they were playing in a at a level that was able to frustrate DeSassi, I'm sorry, DeSassi and and um, Caicedo. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Colwell. Colwell. They solidified that defense. If you noticed, Colwell made one mistake against Erling Holland, and Holland skied over the top. He made one mistake. The rest of the time, my boy Chilwell and DeSassi locked that motherfucker down. Wow. I just dropped the MF like maybe five minutes into the podcast. But anyway, they locked him down. Now, people will say, you know, because of what's going on, you know, I have, I have a lot of sympathy for Erling Holland. Um, he, you know, came from Dortmund. So, I, you know, I really do love the way he plays the game. But I think Holland um, is dealing with a lot of stuff right now. And, and that's, that's okay. That's one thing. But overall, City, you were able to defeat so many other teams while Holland wasn't playing that, you know, I, I think that Chelsea deserves some credit. Chelsea deserves some credit here. They played incredibly well. Gallagher was incredible in the midfield. Gusto played his butt off. I mean, and when you saw Sterling do his little T-Rex-type run, and you knew Nicholas Jackson was going to try and deliver that ball. You held your breath. I always hold my breath when Jackson does anything. But he delivered a superb ball. And Sterling was able to put it in the back of the net. Now, what this tells me is, is that we have the beginnings of, of trust. Trust in teammates. And you know as well as I do that when you have trust in your teammates, it allows you to play a little bit looser. It allows you to be a little bit more challenging on the ball because you have faith in the fact that, you know what, 
my guys behind me, my guys in front of me, they're going to have my back no matter what. And this is what I saw whenever they played City. City had plenty of chances, yes, but Chelsea had just as many chances. I mean, Jackson, no, 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 no. Jackson had two chances. Now, once again, the key word of that sentence is Jackson. He had two chances on goal that was like, ah. Think about how the game would have changed if Jackson would have scored, if he could have chipped um, Ederson and made it 2-0. The, the complexion of that game changes. They get a little bit more swaggy. The, you know, City starts sweating a little bit more. So what I'm saying is this, is that despite the fact that City was not themselves, I think that part of the co- contribution to that is that Chelsea frustrated them to a point. Yes, shot differential is incredibly lopsided. Yes, 31 shots to nine. But those nine shots, 66% of them were on goal. For Man City, five out of 30. Five out of 31. So when you are able to put shots on goal, Chelsea, you have a great chance to score. Mm-hmm. And when you frustrate a team like you did City that day, I think that you know what? I'm not giving them I'm not giving them all the praise, but what I am saying is is that damn it, Chelsea, you gutted out a freaking, you know, draw with the league champs at their house. And so, you know, I, I gotta give credit where credit's due. Pochettino, stick with this lineup. I guarantee you, if we had this lineup, um, at least with DeSassi, um, you know, and Colwell back on defense, starting to solidify themselves back there, uh, Ben Chilwell played well, everybody really contributed. That's the way that Chelsea football needs to play from this point on out. Are they going to make European football? Are they? Are, are they going to make Europe, You know, are they going to make? You know, sixth place or above. I don't know. I don't know. I think the season is, is is pretty much over for them. I'm not sure they challenge to play European football next year. I don't know. But I do know this. What I saw this past match was exactly what we should be seeing from Chelsea. Here's the rub to that. The inconsistency that we have seen from Chelsea. What are we going to see next? Are, are, are we going to see another Wolves performance at the bridge? Are we going, you know, is, is Liverpool going to put an eight spot on us this weekend? You know, we don't know. And could that work to Chelsea's advantage? Sure, that could. But it could also be the fact that, you know what, there's no consistency there yet. And they have done this roller coaster type thing all season. And this next match is going to put us back down into the doldrums or. The match against City is going to prove to us that we can play with these guys. And it's going to prove to Pochettino that he finally got the combination of players that he needs in order to compete in the Premier League. That's what I'm saying. And by the way, I'm making a prediction. Chelsea. 2-2 2-2 at the end of regular time. 5-4 in penalty kicks to win. 
the Carabao Cup. Is this the final? This is the final. This is it. For sure. This is it. Double it's check us that. and Liverpool. That- us and Liverpool. Sir. The final. Yeah, this is it. Okay, so it's at Wembley then. Yeah, it's at Wembley. It's at Wembley. Okay, lot to unpack. Um, I'm just saying. I'm saying. Sorry, two two, and we win um, in penalty kicks five four. That's. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's a gutsy prediction. And again, yeah. it's a it's a cup competition, so kind of form tends to go out the window. Um. Uh, there was a lot there, so I'm going to try to to unpack some things. I may have pre-gamed a little bit before this guy, so you know, keep you know, keep that in mind. The match unfolded with Man City basically keeping the ball. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. you were Chelsea were restricted to <clears throat> counterattacks that tended to break down any time the ball arrived at Nico Jackson's feet. <laughs> He is currently a liability. Yes. Um, yes. From both the standpoint of if he gets opportunities, he's not going to finish them. He can't. And, he's, he's it, it, and, and you know, it, it, it's it's confidence thing. I don't know enough about the guy, and he's very young, but he he is currently not um, doing the business. That's sure. that said. Sure. 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 Um, there's no real obvious person to bring in and give more of an opportunity. Mudrick has wasted his oppor- his, his chances uh, when he has come in. Um, but I, I think there are a lot of positives to take away from this match yep. from the standpoint of you went toe-to-toe with Man City in their building yeah. and came away with a point. Uh, yes. That is fine. And actually took the lead, and, and I would say for the next five minutes – of the first half and the opening of the second half, had chances to. It's it's hard to say kill a game off against no, a team like no, City no, you, no, because you don't kill because that, that doesn't you happen. Don't kill that but no. a second goal would have made things a lot more interesting come the end of it because yeah. as the second half wore on, it really began to feel as if City got a goal they were going to get two or three. Sure, the floodgates were were going to open. Sure, you managed to to hold that out and quite frankly. City's goal came about because of, you know, the ball plinkos around in the box. Uh, it, it happens. It happened to United at the weekend. You know, you, you're trying your damnedest, and the ball just Damn. falls to Rodri. Ball, ball falls to somebody's feet. Um, I think the bigger concern is if, if somebody showed you the highlights of this game, yeah. you'd say evenly matched. If you watched the game, yeah, no, no, no. you know that Erling it, Holland was not Erling Holland was on not. the day, he was and not. he probably should have had three or four goals. Sure, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. But he didn't. He didn't. And, and I think there's a huge difference between saying if Nico had taken his chances versus if Erling had taken his chances because one of them has an XG, right? <laughs> one of them has an XG. Yeah, like we, yes. we kind of expect Erling Holland to score goals. Well, Most of the time you see the ball heading toward Nico, you're like, well, let's line up for the goal kick. Well, the goal differential, you know, the goal differential was like 3.4 for Man City and mm-hmm. 1.1 for Chelsea. I get that. I totally get it. What I'm saying is, is that if we had the right person mm-hmm. in the place where Nico Jackson right. was... It very right. well could have and, been. And if you sign that guy during the I, summer, I, I know I you know. may be there. Or you know what? Maybe he does progress. I'm not. I'm not shitting on uh, Nico Jackson. I'm not. And he's young. There's still a lot to go. I'd love to hear from Travis on this because I know he's he's yeah. he's he's way 
like deep into Chelsea Twitter and he gets really pissed off at how the how players get criticized sure, sure, for sure. specific things. But well, it it is it's it's an early it, halftime, it, it, so we're gonna take our shots here. It's an Erling. Erling. Erling halftime. Erling halftime. Um Evan has um Backed out of showing up for Sunday Fun Day this weekend. He may make it, so I will be here holding it down wow, you for all you Chelsea fans. Well, I don't want people showing up expecting I know, Professor Evan. I know, I know. And they get the rest hey, of us. you know what? Okay, so. Bruv, right there. That's what I'm saying. Bruv, what? love. Oh, I thought, I thought you were saying love. I'm locked up. Oh, no, I didn't do this. No, she uh. doesn't have a basement. Oh, oh, no, I just, uh, oh wow. That you know of. He had to dig it. It will put lotion on. Oh. But, but we will be here this weekend. I'll be here this weekend. These yes. lovely ladies of Chatham will be here. Yes. Big yes. thanks cheers, to Chatham cheers. Tap. Uh, also, I if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I tried the fire-ass new mac and cheese. Ooh, which, yes. um, to, to be fair, should come with a warning that it feeds a small village. <laughs> um, it gets served in the large salad bowl. And no, you are not finishing it. No. If, if you do, you're getting rolled out. Slanty. But thank you. Um, thank you. I, I, uh, have you had any other new seasonal items? Yes, I had the uh, the club wrap. Dude. Ooh, yes, oh I God. saw that. That did look club good. Club wrap was wonderful. Yeah, I opted for the for the Mac, the and MAC. I, I had I've the fish tacos. I, I had the fish tacos. Question for you, you: For Indiana, it it, it quenches the thirst. For when you fish see tacos. Mac, okay. Does Mac is Mac short for macaroni and macaroni and cheese, or is it an acronym? M A C macaroni and cheese. Oh God! Oh no! Mm. I, uh, yes, uh, the things that keep me up at night. Man, I, um, I have to be really high to answer that question. So, um, well, stick around. No. Um, I, I think my main question yes, was, was 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 kind of getting to. Um, you were talking about Nico. I was talking about Nico, um, but I, I, I think the, the big question to be asked, and again, cup competition, so sure. how things have been going in the Premier League don't necessarily hold true for this conversation, but based on what you've seen in the last few games especially, yep. obviously it sounds like you're saying, let's keep that same lineup, Puck. Yes. Okay, as much as possible. Yes. You know, barring injuries defense. or, or defense people being cup-tied or... Yes, the defense. Or I, what I have think, you. I think you can play around and, up front a little bit, but... And Diogo Jota is out injured for several months now, so mm. Liverpool will be missing yep. a key performer. Yep. But what what does Chelsea have to do? Mm. I, we got your prediction, but what does Chelsea have to do yeah. on the field yeah. to come away with a trophy this year? They, oh, Oh God! Come away with this trophy. They they have to look at Desasi as they used to look at Tiago Silva. Desasi, I think, is old Tiago Silva. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think this old Tiago Silva. Whatever. Anyway, his wife was right. To be yeah, fair, his wife was like, "Hey, something has to change." Okay. Apparently, it's take your husband out of the lineup. Yeah, for her, there you go. Um, Desasi has has said by the way he played in this this last match. He has put it out there. He has said, "Look, I am going to be, I am going to be the the head of this defense. I'm going to be the heart of this defense. Uh, you need to come through me in order to score a goal." And I think that if if Desasi, Colwell, 
Chilwell, if those guys, you know, if if they can really and truly play defense, like can we did. collectively call them Willwell? Oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, this is why I love you. This is why I love you. I, I tell you, um, if they can play defense like they did, because I'm going to say this, and obviously American football has put this. Is that mainly you know, hoping Mo Salah doesn't score goals? It, well, yeah, that. But American football has said this: like defense wins championships. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, it's not necessarily translatable through all, you know, all sport. But if you have a really good defense, it can help you against an attacking offense like Liverpool has. So if we can catch them on the counter, Mm -hmm. that's the deal. If Enzo can continue to chip the ball, it was a beautiful chip, beautiful chip to Sterling. Sterling was just offside when he, when, mm-hmm. you know, when he got it, and he knew he was. So that's why he pulled up. But if he can continue to distribute the ball like he did, and Gallagher can continue to challenge like he did in the midfield, we've got a chance. We've got a big chance. But they have to be sharp, and Pochettino has to continue to play these guys. Final question. Yep. Say nothing else changes, right? You, you win some games, you lose some games, you finish the season in, you're currently 10th, I believe? Yes. Okay. Yes. You finish the season in 10th, but you win the Carabao Cup this weekend. Does that salvage the season? Does that dis- assuage anything? Or ultimately, do you say this was one to write off and we're still building for the future? I think it's a combination. Okay. I, I think that it's like, okay, you know what? <clears throat> I, I think if we win the Carabao Cup, I think that's a huge boost to... to the club's ego to the fans' ego. I think it's it's enough to get Pochettino across the line. I think that you know if we end up tenth still in the season, cool. I mean, I, I think that's okay because we have shown that we can at times. Because we're going to have to beat Liverpool. Think about it, though. We would have in successive weeks literally had a draw with the champions, and we would have had to beat the possible champions of the league this week. So I think that if we can show that two-week kind of run, I think that I think that's enough. And if we play Liverpool hard and we play them solid and Liverpool still wins, I still think that Chelsea sure. can, can, can you know, hold their head up high. I think that then we have to continue to, you know, continue to play in the uh, in the league. And after that, you know, we, we, we do have, in the FA Cup, we've got Leeds coming. Well, I was going to say, I think the one of the biggest slip-ups that I could actually see happening here is if you beat Liverpool, yes. you're losing to Leeds. Because I, I agree. the, the, I the agree. energy and, and excitement of that and probably partying uh, sure. for a trophy sure. uh, will have a, a deleterious effect. If you lose to Liverpool, God help Leeds. Uh, I, I honestly, I think that is absolutely true. I hope so. Then you go into March away to Brentford, and that's not an easy it's one. Not easy. But I, I think where they are right now and what you've been doing I as a team, we, we can should be able to come out. We can challenge Chelsea, Newcastle. It's it's hard to say because uh, Newcastle just had so many injuries. Yeah. Have, have have been up and down with their consistency. That's that Arsenal the match. One. That's the big one right there. That man. that's a. This is going to be a proper London derby. Yes. I, I think we're definitely going to have to. Is it? Please be the a Saturday. 16th. It's a Saturday at. 8.30 in the morning. Ah. We'll be having breakfast, folks. Ah, That's going to be a good one. Hold breakfast. on, wait. Breakfast. 
March 16th, and then you finish the the month out with uh, Burnley. So that so yeah, only four games in March is nice too. You, yes, you, you're not a full schedule. Right, right. Can, can rest. Uh, as needed, hopefully get guys back from injury. Um, Kunku, I mean, I, I, I think you know. you're in a good place. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I think it's going to take a performance yes. against Liverpool because yes. with Jurgen Klopp announcing that he's leaving, yep, they're going to want to win it for They're, they're going to want to bring totally him get it. at least one and last trophy. But here's what I'm saying too: Chelsea is a team that is on the up, you know, up and coming, and they are wanting to prove themselves. And so I think that. I don't know. I just think that that there is enough story at play there mm. that it can equal out that the teams can play, and and I think it'll be a good match. In in my heart of hearts, I do believe it's two two. Chelsea wins on penalty, but in my brain, I think it's going to be three two Liverpool at the end of the full time. Oh, there we go. And so with the transition... That was abrupt. Screw We talk about the Red Devils from Manchester. Yes. Manchester On United. a, uh, let's see, Man. seven game? Yeah, on the Let's see, let's see. Two, 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 four. So yeah. maybe since before that. So I think okay. Nottingham Forest. Yeah, they got beat there. Villa, West Ham. Liverpool draw. Oh, wait, this is going the wrong direction. So, Nottingham Forest at the very end of December. So, since the beginning of the year, yeah. United have not been beat. It, it is impressive. I mean, the, it, it, the, it's, the record, it, it's frustrating the record. The record to, is to watch, to, to see us need to rescue games in the manner that we do. Right. But the counter to that is we've rescued you, those games. Yes, exactly. That's and, where I was going with my questions. But you give, you give your take. Well, I, I think my biggest takeaway is I think they've finally figured out that you got to have uh, Marcus, Rasmus, and Alejandro on the field. At the same time, that's our front three. I'm not going to shit on Anthony. I'm not going to even have that conversation. It's very clear to me that interchanging Marcus and and uh, Garnacho on the wings because they both seem just as comfortable. And quite frankly, uh, we've had a better record. I think he probably wants to play on the left, but Garnacho has helped us more by being on the right than Marcus being on the right. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. I'm a little concerned about Luke Shaw going off early in the match because I think he's huge for us balancing things out, being able to get forward, and we don't what? really know the extent okay. of it yet. Okay, okay. Um, but definitely that front three has been clicking, and, and I think there, you know, you, you can look at it, and when you've got your available players, you know, you're, you're having the same conversation. Um, it's very clear to me that having, you know, a, a, a healthy and focused Casemiro, mm-hmm. young kid Kobe, mm-hmm. Kobe, Kobe, however yep. you want to yep. pronounce it, I'm not sure. Kobe. Uh, Bruno pulling the strings, and then the front three of, of, of Hoyland, Rashford, and, and Garnacho. That six right there is pretty solid. We've struggled to have a consistent back line because of injuries and a variety of things. But I tell you, Maguire has come in and, and, and yes. played like a, a yep. veteran player is supposed to. John Johnny Evans has done the same. Okay. Lindelof's been asked to play out of position. Uh, definitely, you know, I, I think Juan Basaka getting back is going to help out because mm. then yeah. if we need to use Delote on the left, we can. Malasia, I believe, is getting back to training, yeah. so hopefully he yeah. can get out there. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it's not an excuse. It's a reality of the game that players get hurt, and you got to go spend spend time without that. 
but it's also true that when everybody's back and available, that's the best problem to have. What's our best combination of 11 yeah. players, right? Yeah. And what I'm seeing from United right now is belief in one another, mm-hmm. trust in one another, and the notion that giving up a goal does not end things. Yes. And this is the United that I, I, I fell in love with, that if you, you score know, two, you we're scoring three. Yeah. yeah. If you score two, we're going to score three, and we're going to be exciting. We're going to yeah. have some fun. Um, I mean, the, the goals Hoyland scored this weekend were absolute poachers' goals, right? He he. Just That's keep, what he does. Keeps himself in the play. Bad back pass defensively. He runs it in, takes it past the goalkeeper, and scores. Yep. The other one is a mishit shot, and as a striker, he knows to just shape exactly. his body. Yep. I mean, Alan Shearer. Was was like that's a, that's a brilliant goal and it is if if you don't follow the sport you think oh that's lucky it's a deflection or whatever yeah. no you watch him he turns I think he turns I that th- ball I, into goal I think most people take that off their chest to bring it down to their foot oh no 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 they don't no I, I, I from, think, from, but, from, no from that range you're lucky to be able to do anything with it because this is this is a hard shot that's mishit he just turned it in he recognized me, what he needed to do. Let, let me fit. Most people who aren't strikers take that and think, oh, I got to put it down on my foot. He, Hoyland has the sense he's of a striker. He's, he he's knows. A, he's he like, is. nope, it's just going to hit here, and I'm going to be able to box in the box in kind of vibe. That's, yep. it. That's exactly and, and I am going to talk him up, guys. That's exactly what you would have done. It's exactly what you would have done as a striker. In any level, the rest of us would have been like, oh, I got to put this at my foot. A true striker understands. That nope, that is going to come straight off the chest, and that's going to go straight into goal. My friend, if I could have done shit like this, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. <laughs> so, question number I, one. I appreciate question. you bigging me up, no, and I would dude. have, I would have had the thought, I, and then gone, "Gosh, that hit me really I, hard." Uh, <laughs> Why is the ball in row I'm Z tell, right now after I'm hitting me in the you, shoulder? I'm telling you. So, question number one. Okay. Are you? The happiest man on earth that Man U has finally decided to get Hoyland the ball. I mean, my God, we've been no, talking about Rasmus that. Hoyland is the happiest man well, on yeah, earth yeah, yeah. that they've but, decided but, to get him the ball. But I mean, do you do you do you think that that has contributed to absolutely? The, yeah, okay. a- absolutely. First off, I think uh, taking Anthony out of the lineup has has definitely helped with that. Which had to be hard. It had to be hard. For for Ten Hag because of the relationship they've yeah. had, but when you recognize that a player is a not performing and b not doing the things that he needs to be doing, right? I'm sure somebody has pulled him aside and said, "Hey, man, uh, you got to deliver across every once in a while, or yeah. the defense doesn't have to respect you." Yes, right? They can sit off you, knowing that you're going to cut back on your left foot and hope that you really get a good shot yep. from the edge of the box. That's it. Your cute little spins and all that stuff. And look, there's a player in there. You don't, oh, you don't play for Ajax for, for several years and get, do the things that they did without it. Right. But you also have to work to make it to that next level. Yes. I've seen nothing about his game progressing when I can look at other players and see that mm. they have. Mm. So that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm sure that uh, you know a part of it was uh, Marcus and Alejandro are, are – told when you receive the ball and you see the whites of the eyes you go at them yeah you absolutely go at them yeah Yeah. i think the second part of that conversation is when you're getting an overload when you're getting a double team that's when you either got to drop it back make them respect and reset or you put in an early cross and that's what wasn't happening yeah so hoyland was feasting on scraps hit the the first six goals that he scored in the premier league were unassisted that's him just picking up the ball where he can find it yeah which again 
box in the box kind of a you know poacher what have you but you got to give a guy like that service and if you give them service they'll score you goals and that's what he's doing right now so second question how concerned are you about rashi not at all okay. i'm really not okay I, I i am you know he he needs to be consistent mm. and when he is he's one of the best players in england if not in the world yeah when he's not it, it is frustrating he's very very frustrating um, but he's not keeping somebody else that should be coming through out of a position. Yeah. Rashford is incredibly important and integral to the su- success of this Manchester United team, and it would be, I-, I think, foolish. The only reason you'd sell him is because you can get a ton of money for him from, from the English perspective. I- I'm not but sure I- you do that. I-, I just don't think it would make any sense. Yeah. Unless you have you an that. absolute person that you're like, you're going to come in and hit the ground running. No, I, I-, I don't see it. All right. I don't see it at all. Last question. Where do you think Bruno has been as far as his leadership these past few months? Where Do you think you see him or, or see kind of his effect on people? Or has he not had an effect on people? What's going on with Bruno? Well, one... As a player, he's one of the top five central midfielders in the game. Oh, yeah. With, without question. Sure. Um, as a captain, um, there are question marks. There are question marks. Mm. Mm. I, I think he has high expectations, which elevates other people, but I think also his body language and his pouting and yelling at the officials sometimes can, you know, you, you tune it out. Um, sure. I think it's a conversation to be had. I, I think the senior players need to have a meeting with themselves and with Ten Hag and yeah. say, this is how, you know, how are we going to rep- represent our leadership yeah. moving forward? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a Ratcliffe conversation. I don't think he should be getting involved at that yeah, level. No, I think no, no, he no. needs to empower Ten Hag. But I think there's a question to be had. The issue is, who would you make captain? Mm. We've had Harry Maguire, and that didn't go well. Right, right. We've had Bruno... And the thought is he leads by example as a player, but there are times where he's just kind of pouty. Erickson is coming back. Nah. No? I, the inconsistency of him playing. Okay. Yep. Right? He's, yep. He's, yep. He comes off the bench. He's yep. not going to be a regular starter. Yep. Um, I don't know if he's the captain for Denmark. He might be, um, but he's kind of a quiet personality, it okay. seems. No, I get that. Um, that's where you need I, a, a I, I Casemiro to be like, no, I got this. Well, and that's what's disappointing is yeah. Casemiro is kind of our Tiago Silva. He's not yes. really yes. brought the level of veteran play and leadership that we would have hoped for. And the fact yep. is the legs are gone in both of those guys. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, so we're, we, are, we are squeezing the last drops that these players mm. have at this level out of them. Good point. If Casemiro can make it to the end of the season playing the way he's been playing – I'll be fine with it, but let's face it. I mean, you watch some of these games. If you're really watching, he, he's, you know, I know Ten Hag was, like, always being tra- treated unfairly by the refs. He's really not. He's he's actually been given some leniency yeah. when he could have picked up a second yellow here and yeah. there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and that and that's a guy who's played this balls-out committed style of, of soccer that now just doesn't get there in time. Yeah. So what yeah. would have previously been like, oh, that's a great, good, hard, solid, clean tackle, is now a, fuck, you nearly broke that guy's leg. That is true. That is true. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we are now to the part of the show that we talk about 
<laughs> the drunken crowd. Wow, there, there's not a lot to say um, other than, dude, Monterey. I, I hope to be in that stadium. With oh, you, well, yes, yes, uh, for yes, the World yes. Cup. I will say that every uh, single time. Did um, everyone see the worldy that Pooley scored the other oh, day for AC Milan, and man. they still lost the game? Oh. Frustrating, frustrating, but Very frustrating. it is great to see. We, we had a situation yesterday yep. where three Americans were on the field in a Champions League knockout round game. Yes, against um, my just, just phenomenal. Just absolutely phenomenal. It's yeah. never happened. And look, this these aren't garbage minutes. Two, no. of, two of them started. We've got Pooley starting. We've got yes. um, we've we've got McKinney and Musa and um, Wea all starting, getting regular minutes. Josh Sargent scoring Sergeant. for fun at Nord City, folks. It's it, it's an exciting time to be a U.S. men's national team yes. fan. I, I I know some of you don't like Burr Halter. But we don't get everything we want all at once, okay? Let's just enjoy the fact that right now we have a generation of American players that are actually turning heads in all of these European leagues, contributing at the highest level, starting on a regular basis. And with a couple years to go, we have the ability to put together a real competitive team here that could go deep in a World Cup. I'm not going to predict we're going to win the thing. No. It is on home soil, so anything could happen. But I am going to say that if this team shows up and all of these guys play to the best of their ability, they are one of the top ten teams in the world. And even though, you know what, even though Matt Turner, uh, the team lost, he turned in a really solid performance. Um, Yeah. I was watching... um, Damn it. Uh... Forest, Forest, thank you. Um, and you know, in the Premier League, he got a clean sheet against West Ham. Uh, they won two nil. And, and no one denies his shot stopping ability. It's you know, just that he came exciting. to he it's came exciting. to the game late, so it's his feet. But I was I was very very happy yeah, for sure. You know, for for what they did. And so you know, we've got a lot of guys out there who really can you know play internationally. Yeah. And so now when they come back. It's, it's up to Burhalter to make sure that these guys gel, mm-hmm. to make sure that they can play together, yep. and to make sure that they can represent the United States really Absolutely. Well. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, quick rundown. Uh, Ivory Coast beat Nigeria uh, yes. to take the AFCON. It was, a, it was a fun tournament. There were good upsets. Unfortunately, it was marred by some off-field incidents with reporters yeah. and fans and, and interactions with coaches. And the level of officiating and, and at least the question mark of corruption still lingers uh, and, and, and it's a shame because the African game has really come through in, in leaps and bounds um, and, and a huge shout out to Sebastian Allaire who yes. this time last year was recovering from testicular cancer oh, wasn't, wasn't sure how he would come back and he comes back and he scores the scores winner the freaking winner and, and scored more than that throughout the tournament. So Jeez. exciting. Uh, and then in the Asian Cup, we had Qatar defeating Jordan. And I don't really want to talk about anything. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, what that does is it brings us to the Hey Aaron segment. It's our new segment that we are doing. And everybody looked at me because mm-hmm. I blew the whistle. Um, we are going to give out the weekly Yellow card and red card to whomever Aaron chooses to give the yellow card and red red card out to. So Aaron, as um, you know, as the uh, honorary referee, mm-hmm. I am going to go ahead and flash this. 
yellow card. Who gets it for you this week? Uh, for me, it's a little bit of a um, kind of. It's kind of shared um, oh, oh. Uh, between FIFA and Qatar and Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. and the Arab Emirates and all that stuff. It's only a yellow card because I don't begrudge these countries for wanting to establish themselves in the game. However, um, there's a bit of sports washing going on, and I think a lot of people see it. Um, it I think it's a bigger deal for FIFA. Um, sure. And, and I go back and forth. You know, there's the Gary Neville take on things of, you know, hey, if we shine a light on it, we're going to force them to be, you know behave by the rules that the rest of us have to behave by. Um and then a lot of people say that that's naive, and if you don't punish, and if you don't keep them out, I, I, I don't know. I, I go back and forth on that one. Sure. Personally, I'm just disappointed. Um, you know, Saudi Arabia is getting the 2034 World Cup, and they have the next edition of the Afcon in 2028, I guess would be. Um, so you know, if the next if the next decade manages to shine such a bright light on uh, the corruption and misogyny and um, brutality yeah. of these regimes and that's what we're going to call them um, and, and they are forced to change at least some of their ways because of it um, then yes it's a good thing yeah. uh, but if in 10 years you still can't wear a pride t-shirt to a soccer game a in that part of the world then all we've done is line the pockets of people who are already rich well and, and I totally get your apprehension on that because you know not everybody in Saudi Arabia you know, is in favor of this. I mean, obviously, you uh, sure. know, probably sure. a, a lot of the female population mm-hmm. is like, this is some old bullshit. Because, you know, it was, right. what, 10, 12 years ago that they could actually go to school. Right. They could actually get education. Right. And it's like, oh, my God, what's going on? So, dude, that's a that's a great take. All right, here's a hard one. Who gets the red card for this week? Well, this could just be... Every week, it seems, with what we're, we're seeing going on in the world. Uh, but big red card to uh, the leadership of the GOP and the leadership in Russia for attempting to cause undue influence in American politics. We've known it for years. We were lied to by multiple people. We're mm. still being lied to. Um, it, it's just a Sam. I, I, I'm, you know... It was one thing when one party put out policies where I'm just like, ah, I can't agree with your policies. I think it's poor. I don't think it's going to do what you want it to do. I think yeah. it harms people, yada, yada. Yeah. That's, there's an intellectual conversation to be had here. But when you have clearly run out of ideas and sold your soul to America's nemesis, our enemy. And, the, and by the way, these are the same people who 10 years ago were mad, or 14 years ago, whatever, were mad that... Um, a, a, a person put up for a cabinet position in the Obama administration had historical ties to the American Communist Party. Yeah. And now you're openly getting on your knees for Putin. You're openly yeah. Yeah. denying uh, aid to a country that has, w- w- without us firing a shot, we've been able to cripple 75% uh, of, of Russia's military. Yeah. So I, I think it's a disgrace. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's name calling or or uh, beyond no. the pale to say these people are traitors and have betrayed the ideals of this country. Yeah. Look, if your main argument is Joe Biden's old, it's kind of lame. I mean, they're both old. Yeah. They're, what? There's three and a half years difference between them. Yep. And that's old news. That's old news. Yes. They they ain't getting any younger. 
they were the oldest candidates in 2020. Right. So focus on what's actually happening and the fact that our infrastructure is being rebuilt, that we are trying to um, make it better for people in this country to do things. I mean, the, the inflation reduction, more jobs, infrastructure, so many things that should be the actual conversation here. So big fat red card to a whole bunch of people who do not have America's best interests in mind while draping themselves in the flag and the cross, oh. Christian nationalists. So red card to you yep. and fuck yep. around yep. and find out. There you go. And I'm just going to add also, if you have not seen John Stewart's take on, uh, you know, Gustavo. Gustavo. If you have not seen John Stewart's take on um, Tucker Carlson's interview, uh, I, I, oh my goodness, that guy! I, I, I would have red carded he's him, but he's brilliant. just so not worth the he's time brilliant. and energy. It's it, it's a shame that people pay attention to a guy like that yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's he's been a fraud. And, and you know, I, I've always said, what's worse, being being fooled because you don't know better and espousing these things, or knowing better? Oh yeah. And espousing it. Yeah, exactly. Tucker, Sar- Tucker Carlson's he not knows. a stupid person. He knows. He knows exactly what yep. he's doing. Yep. And he's doing it to save his ass. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are now at the end. Soccer with a side of politics, of folks. Show. <laughs> you know what? Hey, it's all about the world. It's the asparagus on the side that makes you <laughs> peace, stink. American politics. I love it. Oh, my God. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at the end of our show, and now we are at the... We are. Going to be on the gram. Great. Going to make the gram. Great, greatest segment of all time. This is the Aaron's Final Thoughts segment, and, and my friend gets to just drop some knowledge on us. Guys, listen, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Blues fans, Reds fans, we love you, and please make sure you show up at Chatham Tap each and every weekend that you can. Um, like I said, you know, I've got family that's going on this weekend, but you're in my heart. And Aaron will be here representing us, all that good stuff. Uh, but we love you, okay? And so now, I will shut up. I just had Aaron a thought. Are Bluey and Blue's Clues related? Ooh. It's like his Australian cousin? Well, I, I, maybe. Oh, my. Mare? Again, things that keep me up late at wow. night. Wow. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron's final thoughts. Hey, folks, it's been Black History Month. It's still Black History Month. Um, and uh, there... For an extra day. Is just, yeah, for an extra day. <laughs> Threw that in for free. Um, I, I, I want to say that um, it's, it, seems, it seems so silly at, at times the way we're like, oh, it's National Pizza Day or it's National Hot Dog Day or we've decided to make a month. But you know what? It is important because it does raise awareness, uh, and it, it, to me it especially raises awareness to the fact that a whole bunch of people who did nasty shit a long time ago are now in a position of power to say it's not okay to teach the things that we did, right? The people who threw rocks and tried to keep uh, all those schoolgirls out of a school in, in Little Rock, Arkansas, and all that stuff now don't want you to learn that that's exactly what they did. Um, so I, I think it's a net positive for this information and I think uh, this man right here deserves a lot of credit because he goes into schools every day and teaches and drops knowledge and lets them lets the kids get a perspective young adults I should say get a perspective that they probably would not have otherwise um, 
given a different professor, perhaps at a different school. Uh, so I think it's very important. And as a bit of a tie-in, I think it was really, really great um, that we had the All-Star Game here in Indianapolis, and it got to highlight a lot of Indiana black history. Madam C.J. Walker uh, comes to mind immediately, but they're so... Many people deserving of it. I mean, we had, you know, Reggie and Oscar Robertson were front and center uh, at this event. Oscar's getting a, a, a statue at Christmas Attics. I mean, it, it, it costs you nothing to learn a little bit more. And um, if, if, you've, if you've got a black friend, um, you know, ask them, uh, you know, about their history, their family. Because their history is your history. Their family is your family, as long as that's all what we believe. And that's what I believe, and it's what we believe, and it's why we're here. It's part of the reason we do this. Uh, if, if you've just been following us on soccer, watch the back catalog. Because uh, <laughs> we are here to talk about all the things, um, and uh, especially the things that divide us. Because if we don't talk about them... We don't get any closer. So I'm proud of Indiana. I'm proud of this country. I'm proud of Black History Month. And um, I'm excited to see where we go in the future together. So um, I'm going to say hashtag black people vote this week. Oh. I get to say with all humility and honor. Hashtag say gay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are the Evan and Eric Show presents the Red and the Blue Soccer Chat. We love you. Peace. My man. Yes. Yes.